All right, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Bros on Beers podcast. We have really, we're just like ripping the seams on this one. We've got so many people here. Um, unprecedented, but as always, we have Pearl. Hello, Pearl. How are you doing tonight? Oh, happy Thursday. Yes, it is Thursday. Thank you. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, we have the professor. Hello, professor. Shimmy, shimmy, ya. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we have Cal Callington. Moo. How you doing? Good to see you over here. And we've got Bastardo back again to cause some trouble, no doubt. Hola, senorita. All right. So, Pearl, you want to get us kicked off? What are you drinking tonight? Um, <laughs> this week I got a bought. I actually had, we oh. were going to do this last week, I believe. So I had bought, um, it's Industrial Arts Brewing Company out of New York. Um, last week I had bought a four pack of, they were, it's called Tools of the Trade. It was just a pale ale. But uh, I found that so good that that's gone now. So today I ran out and looked for that same one. They didn't have it, but uh, they did have this one. It's called Power Tools. Um, I guess these names kind of come from their one of their mottos is something about using all the tools in the in the shed to kind of put together good beer. Um, they've been open since 2016 up in uh, what uh, town was that? In um, they're in an old. Uh, I guess railway building on the Hudson River, oh, Garnerville, New York, Garnerville, New York, about two hours, oh. but I don't hear from you guys. Um, looks like a cool place, cool setup inside. Um, it's like old brick building. Um, but this one I have here is a 7.1 ABV, um, West Coast IPA. That looks good. Yeah, it is pretty good. Uh, it's quoted as a uh, bold and citrusy with a hint of like pine evergreen. Um, but this is the first I've had of this. Actually, that was my first sip a second ago. But it's good. That describes most ideas. True, true. Um, yeah, again, they haven't been around too long, but uh, I was trying to kill some time uh, about last week, I guess, and uh, was just looking through um, that one big store over off Route 70 um, over by Home Depot, one liquor store over there. They just mm -hmm. have a huge collection of different beers there. So I spent 10 minutes walking around trying to find something. This looked interesting. Looked them up. So, do, they, do you know if they have a? Do they have a tap room on the like on the river, uh, like on their location on the, the Hudson? Well, there? they do have a tap room. It's it's a little bit. It's like a stone's throw from the river. Um, okay. But Actually, uh, yeah, they have a tap room with some some simple foods there. Nothing nothing big there, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I enjoyed the other four-pack I had. That was just a pale ale. This is an IPA, um, but but pretty good. What were you saying, Bessarno? Have you been there? Uh, yeah, well, I haven't been there. I'm familiar with them. They actually got popular enough where they opened a second tap room. So they have two. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, cool. I couldn't tell you exact location, but I know they're right over the river. And I know when I drive to Vermont up the thruway, I know that I could get off the thruway hit them and be back on the throwaway within like 10 minutes. Never done it yet, but I plan to. 
Um, they actually have one that you might want to try, Pearl. It's called Wrench. Yeah. Wrench, yeah. Wrench. Yeah, they Wrenching. seem to have a lot of uh, obvious, excuse me, like tool names and stuff. And industrial arts, nothing to do with. I thought it had to do with um, filming company, I guess, but nothing to do with that at all. Yeah, it's an interesting line. Their wrench was popular, so they made a double of it, and they called it Torque Wrench. And then they went to a triple, and it's called Impact Wrench. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've I've seen that before. Um, yeah, Torque Wrench. I remember seeing that. Yeah, if you're familiar with an Impact Wrench, you'd know why that was a triple. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I've, had, I've had that. All three of them are I good. I got it from you, the startup. You might have. <laughs> Bastardo. I learned it from watching you, Bastardo. Well, it made me look up, like, um, Bastardo, what's, what do you think the difference is between a pale ale and a IPA? Because I actually looked it up to try to see what the real difference was, and I don't think it was really too much other than the taste. Um, uh, well, it's funny you mentioned that because actually my beer tonight's a American IPA. Which kind of falls in with the pale ale. Yeah. Yeah, I looked it up and they said the story was the bitterness. IPAs are, are a little more bitter or hoppy. Um, and the pale ales aren't. Um, they they basically wanted to take something years ago and have it travel longer distances. So they figured if they added more alcohol to it, it would be able to survive those longer distances and not be, you know, go bad or spoil. So they added a higher alcohol content. And then came up the name, I guess, the IPA name. Well, you know what IPA stands for, right? Yeah, in the India Pale Ale. Right. They, so that's what I was I mean, curious about. Where What's the fine line there between the two? Well, I mean, it, it all goes back to the days when, um, you know, the sun never set on the British Empire. Mm -hmm. And they had to get beer from England over to wherever they, you know, wherever the, a lot of them were in India. So they, they needed a way to make it last on the, the trip. So it wasn't so much the alcohol, it was the, the hops. They threw lots of more hops and stay fresher, longer. Really? Okay. Then, yep. So they were shipping it to India. So that's the whole India pale ale. They took a British pale ale, hopped the you-know-what out of it. Wow. That's interesting. And, yeah. yeah, I, I mean... A a pale ale and an IPA to me are very oh, different yeah. beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just happen to share the same last two letters. Yeah, well, it depends beers. on what you're putting into it. You know, the hops and the the base of it. Um, then when the American IPA, it's basically just it's like a, a softer. It's not as um, not as bitter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. An American IPA, but what I'm saying is that a pale like a pale ale is like Dale's pale ale. That's that to me is what right. I associate. And they're with they're going to be softer, not as bitter. And usually yeah. a pale usually a pale is going to be like five six percent, like in that range. That's kind of like the sweet spot. Yeah, IPA, right. and more yeah, like golden in color. Where your IPA is going to be, you know, hoppier, more bitter, and usually usually with a true IPA, you're starting at six percent and going up. For Right. Oh, so yeah, but um, American IPAs and pale ales, I saw those two things as different. I didn't know they were the, like the same kind like, because when I see pale ale, I think of like yeah. Dale's pale ale. It's like a golden, you know, that's almost what all 
old American beers were were sort of made after, right? Well, like a lot Budweiser of times they, and all well, that. Budweiser, you know, that you're, that's a lager. Um, with the American IPAs, yeah. generally, you know, things change now. The brewers are changing things every day. It's hard to put a a label on everything, but the American IPAs were generally using American hops. Yes. Yeah. But my point is that I wasn't talking about IPAs. Okay. I was talking about pale ales. Like what would you classify if you had if you had Budweiser now, what would you classify it as? What what type of beer is that? Is it a Pilsner? I believe it's a lager. It's a lager. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. like a, a Miller Lite, you know, all those? Those are all lagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so those are lagers, they're nope. not they're not ales. But they, sticking to the ales for you know, we can do lagers, but the ales, um, when you get to the IPA, that's going to, you know, usually those start around 6%. They're going to be a lot stronger. They're going to be a lot hoppier and a lot more bitter compared to the pale ale in American. Yeah. I mean, just, just comparing these two that I had of the same of the same brewery, you know, the pale ale was much smoother, lighter. You know, I was working outside, easier to drink. And now, you know, having this one, it's, as it's really good, but it is a 7.1%. Um, it was a plain you might want to sample some American IPAs. They seem they they might be more in your ballpark. Yeah, less bitter. They did kind of. I think I thought thought I saw that they listed this one as also on their website an American Pale L, even though it's you know labeled the West Coast India Pale L. But um, yeah, like, just like the, the way brewers are experimenting and changing things now, it, it's hard to just say this is what this tastes like and this is what that tastes like. Yeah, well, that's what I looked up as well. I was curious about the type of hops. Like this one is Simcoe, Citra, uh, Chinook, uh, Cascade, and I just looked up those hops individually. And those they all, all serve their own. Like, yeah. Well, they all serve their own purpose. Like one makes it more bitter. One adds like the citrusy, you know. And it's obviously the way they obviously add it in as a dry hop later or whatnot. But I guess that's what makes so many so many different breweries possible. But you had said, Vestardo, uh, that you had a LL. What do you have there? I have an American IPA. It's called Ridge Renegade. Ironically. It yes. It is from a brewery called Screamin' Hill. Mm. Oh, and okay. Is the place in Freehold? No. It is not in Freehold. It is in Cream Ridge, New Jersey. Yeah. They oh. also have like that, uh, like a farm. All right. So um, Screaming Hill brewery started in 2015 and they say they're the first farm brewery in new jersey i'll, I'll believe them i i know there's a couple but i, mean, I guess they were the first back in 2015 the and first that one farm brewery oh farm i thought you said armed like they're armed. Know, farm. <laughs> meaning that they grow everything that they're putting into their beer. They grow it right there on the farm. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, that's they, what I'm um, one of mine. In the industrial arts, there was one beer that they wanted to just make in New York with everything. Anything to add. Right. Well, the interesting thing about uh, Screaming Hill is they're on a farm called Bullock's Farm, mm -hmm. which is in Cream Ridge. And that farm has been in operation by the same family since 1860. Wow. And um, Screaming Hill grows, I mean, they're growing the grain, the hops, the fruit, the vegetables. When you get their pumpkin ale, the pumpkins are 
are growing right there on the farm. I've seen the hops out, out and back behind the barn. It's pretty neat. It's like 20 feet up in the air. They're growing up these vines. Mm. Um, but the interesting, I told you I had a personal story about this place. Bullock's um, Farms, they grow and sell Christmas trees. Yeah. And this is it. Me and Mrs. Bestardo have been getting our Christmas trees there since way before 2000, probably around 2007, 2008, in that range. So I was going to this farm way before there was a brewery. And I got to see um, Screaming Hill open. I got, you know, I was there when it was this little shack that was selling beer over in the corner of the farm and I could get whatever I want. Are you saying you were at the farm before it was cool? Yes. Do they know you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, here comes that guy again. (laughs) Give him beer. (laughs) You know, we should just make our own beer. He keeps asking. How can we keep him away from all the vegetables? (laughs) Well, the last time I went by, the the line for the brewery was all the way down the driveway. (laughs) It was out of control. I used to be able to just pop in, get my growler filled, and go. And now it's a commitment. You have to keep the the children entertained while you're waiting online to buy beer at the Christmas tree and pumpkin. They used to let allow you to bring your, your dogs, too. Yeah. But they had an well, incident, I guess, something. With, so no dogs anymore. Like anything in life, other people have ruined it. You can't bring... You can't bring your children to the brewery anymore, and you can't bring your dogs. And one drunk dog. You know why? Because someone, because some children broke their one of their windows. Children broke their windows, and now the children aren't allowed either. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you bring them in a sack. <laughs> a lot of the breweries up here are like taking the family-friendly angle. Like they want you to bring your kids. <laughs> They're like, oh, look, we have picnic tables, we have this, we have that. Bring the kids, bring the family, there's food trucks and blah, blah, blah. Like, they, you know, they're trying to make it that kind of atmosphere. Yeah, that's how Source, Source, Source kind of has that's that, That's how too. Screaming Hill used to be. I, it I was. Think some ki- kids broke their windows. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, oh, you weren't kidding. I thought that was no, a joke. No, oh, okay. You have, you have so many families there for the day either doing the pumpkins or the Christmas trees that you're going to have, you're going to have way more kids than you would at a normal brewery. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, have you been to, yeah. have you been to Troves? <laughs> it's right next to Hershey park. And it like, so that's, or as I refer to Hershey park, the amusement <laughs> park next to Troves, because that place is awesome, but like it's because it's right there. You bring the family. Like we go to Hershey, and then the whole family. And so you, there's a ton of kids in there, and they, have, you know, they have good food, and they make it sort of fun. That might be my favorite brewery, Trogues. Do they pump in the smell of beer, like the smell of yeah. chocolate? And, and yeah, <laughs> that's just the ambiance. I'm saying, but and they also make a hell of a good beer. <laughs> Their food is awesome too. I will actually be at Trogues at the end of June. Um, we bought tickets for Hershey Park pre-pandemic. And Hershey Park has announced that you must use them by June, the end of June this year, or they're no good anymore. So yeah. 
they my family knows the deal. We're getting dinner at Chokes. <laughs> Shout out to Hershey Park, though. That's yeah. a good, that's a fun place. Get the sunshine pills. Yeah, the sunshine. I, I'm not a big pilsner drinker, but I love their sunshine pills. I find it's like a heavier yeah. pilsner. Uh, the sunshine pills. Well, is the good. thing I like about going there was they had beers there that you couldn't get anywhere else. So. Yeah, I'm yeah, it's very, yeah. That that's the cool yeah. part. Like the Naked Elf before it became before it was anywhere else. It was in there. That's the first place I had it. it was in the brewery. I, I haven't like, seen the nervous. Naked Elf anywhere else. Speaking of Naked Elves, that, that just seems like a good segue to, to something. I don't know what, but it seems like a really good segue. <laughs> well, no, well, actually, it is a good segue because here's the question I have: Elves, you find elves during uh, Christmas time, Christmas trees, so. Uh, Bestardo, is this the location? This farm is this the location that um, you pro- you proposed to Mrs. Bestardo yeah. when you were getting your Christmas tree? It is. It is pre uh, pre brewery. There was no oh, brewery. No. Oh, see, you shouldn't have said that because you could have said you you proposed to your wife at a brewery. That would have been no, hardcore. I'm... Yeah. But then he'd be lying. <laughs> I would. Well, our <laughs> listeners wouldn't have to know that. You. Well, the cool thing is, I so. The, but the question is, are you are you are you talking up the brewery because the beer is really good, or because you're a <laughs> sappy son of a bitch? I'm talking up the brewery because the beer is very good, but I also got to see it. That brewery went from a rumor that there was going to be a brewery on this farm to there's a brewery on this farm to oh the line is too long I can't go to the brewery on this farm. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to say, well, honey. You go. Mm. You go pick out a Christmas tree. I'm gonna go stand in line to get the get my grandmother. <laughs> Did you go there this past year for your tree? Did you get it there? Yes, and I got beer. my the, my tree farm is getting kind of you know slim pickings. So where the trees, I recommend it. Yes, yes, we've we've gotten trees there. Um, there, I, I, I we. Your farm is the one you go to, or do you actually own a Christmas tree farm? Because that, that wouldn't seem out of character. Where is your tree farm? My tree farm is uh, out past, uh, was that Route 33, past Freehold Mall? That extension where it goes further west. I forget the town, but it's um, some small little, not small actually, it's a big area, but um, I can't even tell you the name of it. But I've been going there for years and years. But their selection is really poor. Like the trees But I, I think that's for the best. If you, if you, we're gonna bad mouth them. You shouldn't remember their name. We can't. We can't be held accountable. Oh, we're losing our sponsor. Well, I will. Speaking of hunting, before we move on, <laughs> were we? <laughs> I will. I want to say that uh, Screaming Hill. Uh, for those of you who like your stouts, you get a stout that's been aged, barrel aged. Uh, a lot of times you'll get them and it's just, it's harsh. You know, it, it's too much. It overpowers a stout. It doesn't taste that great. Uh, Screaming Hill has this barrel aged stout that they make. It's one of the best I've ever had. Um, and apparently it yes. also comes with a wife. <laughs> have to get mine. And, and what the... The Ridge Renegade, we went back to it. It's an American IPA. It's 6.4%. It's right in that ballpark. And it's uh, Citra and Mosaic, both American. Nice. And, w- and what town was that in? Cream Ridge. It's, it's, you can see the roller coasters at Great Adventure from the farm. Oh, you can see the 
you oh, can see wow. the tops of yeah yeah oh you know there was actually a um there was like a tulip farm or something that that uh my wife made us go to for her birthday and um it was in cream ridge and yeah. i wish i had known that this brewery was there because well i i couldn't really force that on her birthday that wouldn't have gone over too well but <laughs> maybe next time I've only been telling you about this brewery since 2015, so why would you know that it was there? Uh, I only listen to about 10% of what you say. But we know. It's, hey, have you guys ever been to that? We, we only hear you on the podcast and we listen back to it. <laughs> Actual conversation yeah. just goes right up. So speaking of hunting, is, you know, you're talking about hunting for Christmas trees, right? So I've been... Just dying God to bless the editor. Bust open this this can of my against the grain citra ass down, which has a picture of a hunter on it. Thus the segue. Um, so I got this. I, I don't remember even where I got this. Somebody I think gave it to me. Um, I had one last summer and it was delicious. And I've been I picked this up and I've been dying to to open it up here so i have a guess who gave it to you it's either you or another guy who i wouldn't guess me <laughs> but i'm guessing that other guy okay <laughs> i You're know probably he's right a big, he's a big fan of that brewery and that particular oh is he okay then that makes sense and uh yeah here it is oh look i get I got the Tanjiro Brewery pint glass too. Oh, nice! I don't know how I got that. I used one the other day. I, I bought that when I was. I Is bought it when I was at the brewery. That can't be a pint. No, it's not a pint. It's uh, it's smaller. Um, <laughs> it's a half pint. So, uh, yeah. So, citra ass down. This is it's you know, it's a pretty, um, hardcore like bare bones citra hops only, and, um. It's a double IPA, so they're doubled up on the hops. Uh, this brewery, Against the Green, is out of Louisville, Kentucky. It was formed in 2011, so fairly new, only the last decade. Um, formed by these four, four guys who were working at another brewery, and they just they didn't like the way things were being done. Um, so they, they kind of went out and... Uh, started their own their own brewery seems like they're a bunch of jokesters uh i would imagine this might be what it would be like if we started a brewery uh <laughs> so um yeah it's uh 8.2 percent wow um again it's it's uh citra hops um they say this beer is not candy or mother's milk it is not brewed by gypsies or aliens nor does it contain any zombie dirt uh, it's a double IPA brewed with citra hops. It's sticky, hoppy, and delicious. Simply drink it and enjoy it. <clears throat> Don't hoard this beer. Sit your ass down and drink it now. There you go. Now, double dry, double hopped. Isn't that like a vague term also? It could be. Uh, no, I think it just we means... We had this stuff. <clears throat> well, no, we, we talked about double dry hop before. But double IPA, double, yeah. I think it just means that they... They double up on the oh, hops. Oh, no, yeah, no. I thought, I thought it was yeah, this just means that they're, like, adding, you know, twice the hops, I, I suppose. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It either mean that or... Right, that it, it, just, it just means double IPA. No, you'll see a lot of breweries that have a, a really popular IPA, 
and then they will double it. Yeah. Uh, Kane, yeah. Kane. I mean, you like the head high. You should. You could give the overhead a try. Yeah. It's basically, it's basically their hopped up version of head high. Yeah, I had a few canes yesterday. So far on this podcast, I've had all three beers that we've talked about. I'm gonna oh, go, well. try to go five for five. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> I got I got one you haven't. All right. Well, so I am drinking Laser Cat gotcha. from the Medusa Brewing Company. Is that four for four? No. No, but it sounds like one I would like to try. <laughs> what? What? Wait. What is it called? <laughs> It's called Laser Cat, Cat. and the the actual image on the the can is is amazing. It's a a orange tabby cat shooting lasers out of his eyes. This is from a local brewery. They're in Hudson, which is like 20 minutes from here. Uh, And it's a, it's so this is what we were talking about before. Now we talked earlier about, you know, well, we were talking for a long time. My beer's getting warm. Well, some, some of us have starter beers. (laughs) <laughs> and then the beer we're talking about. My starter beer, which is from a brewery we talked about before, is the Two-Hearted Ale from Bell's, which is an American IPA. Laser Cat is an Imperial IPA. We talked about Indian Pale Ales and American Pale Ales. What is an Imperial Pale Ale? Well, yeah. It's, it's an Imperial I IPA, which I think is the same thing yeah. as a double IPA. It's just... Yeah, they're both the same thing, right? So an, an imperial IPA is the same as a double IPA. Yes, yes. I think it's the English way of saying double. The thing you. Double. Oh, interesting. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that would make sense. It's, it's 8%, so that sounds like a double. Like here in the States, here in the States, so we, we would just say that's a double. Is that because there's an E in it? Over in England, they say it's an imperial pint. They call it a Royale with cheese. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it looks kind of doubly. It's a little, it, you know, this one's really, it, for a double, it's pretty mellow. It's it's not that hoppy at all. What what are the hops in that? Let's see. I will, I will, I know the, I don't know much about the brewery oh, I think- other than it's local. I'll, I'll read to you what it says on the back of the can, <laughs> which is prepare yourself. For a cosmic experience with one of the most preposterous IPAs that Earth has to offer. Built from two-row malt, German wheat, and crystal malts, this concoction is dry hopped with absurd amounts of citra and nugget and is loaded with plenty of dense citrus, tropical fruit, and herbal notes to assault your hop-loving senses. Enjoy responsibly, Earthlings. So to answer your question, it's citra and nugget are the main hops. Okay. You know, a lot of the IPAs you see at the store that, like, you know, they sell like the single packs. They have like catchy names or cool like logos or bright colored cans. A lot of those uh, people just buy because of the name. Laser cats. Laser cats. Which would <laughs> segue perfectly into my beer. It, it, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're a small brewery. They're uh, out of Hudson, Massachusetts, which is in Metro West area. What's know, the name? Out. 45 minutes maybe out of Boston. What's the name so of the it's, 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 a, we're, it's, it's out here, but it's. What's the brewery? It's, it's Hudson. Really good. It's oh, called uh, Medusa. Yeah, this isn't, this is one of their, 
big ones. They have a couple other ones that, that are that at least in this in, in this area you see in the stores. But as soon as the uh, as soon as the world, which is almost there, back to normal, this is one of the first for well, treehouse might be the first one I got to, but this this will be a for, of local ones that I can actually drive to. I would like to recommend that we quickly. do a um, on the road broadcast from treehouse. Yeah. Well, like I, I, they're pretty close to being open, and then you get the picnic tables out there in the whole area, and yeah. it'll be yeah. We, we could we could definitely do no. that broadcast. We we would need flex to bring the uh, bring the AV equipment. We need a big mic. A <laughs> maybe mic, be, maybe. No maybe if we go north this uh, this fall. Oh, it's all coming together. Oh, that would have to be a post, I would think, not a pre. So. Cal, I heard I heard there's a segue from Laser Cat to your beer. What's that segue? So my beer is from Brought, uh, Vault Brewing in uh, Yardley, PA, and the beer is uh, Dead Cat Dead Cat Bound. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Why did you say? Speaking of cats, I did say you that. Did you? <laughs> That's the segue. <laughs> Laser cats. Laser cats. Which would segue perfectly into my beer. Segue, 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 segue perfectly into my beer. Dead cat bounce. It's a uh, <laughs> double New England IPA. Um, I don't know much about Vault Brewery other than it's in Yardley, PA. Um, I like the um, preparation of you two. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, I know the well, name of it. Hot, and where, where they're the looking. <laughs> <laughs> they are. This is a uh, hop of Citra and Idaho Gem. Gem. <laughs> this wait, New England. Wait, my my fingers covering <laughs> what it says on the can. Let me move it. <laughs> Luscious and sweet notes of juicy papaya and orange marmalade with oh. a vivid and crisp piney finish, and it's eight percent. Ah, so we that's that's another. Uh, so that that's a. Did you say it's a New England IPA? A double, it's like a, a double, a double New England. Double New England. Oh, okay. And what are the hops in there? Uh, Citra, and Idaho Gem. Hmm. My starter beer was uh, the Whaler Carton. Ah, yes. Which is a New England. Oh, that's IPA. one that we should do. Love them. This is one of my favorite beers. What was your warm-up beer? <laughs> that was this. No, no, your warm-up before the starter. Before the starter. <laughs> <laughs> warm-up before the starter. I won't even ask you about your pre-warm-up beer, but what was your warm-up beer? <laughs> What was your wake up beer? <laughs> you know, you hit the alarm clock and then you grab the beer. Exactly. Well, that one he just described sounds like a breakfast beer, actually. Was what was that? Papaya? There was another fruit in there, I think, too. Oh. It said notes of papaya and orange marmalade, Mar but I don't taste any of that. <laughs> Well, I, I will say this citra ass down. The citra ass down. It tastes like you're 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 drinking an orange. Oh, really? I mean, it's you know it's That's really tough. good. Don't get me wrong, but 
it's you know it's it's very citrusy citrus if i had to describe the whaler I would say that it's smooth. Wait, wait which butter. beer are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pick one. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm done. I was just reading off the can again. That's the joke. Oh, okay. That was the joke. Okay. I like that we. I like that we've come from like. I would like to recommend a brewery where my wife and I <laughs> forged our relationship and became then became a couple. And and we go to I picked a beer with a cat on it. <laughs> it's like the um, <clears throat> the state the state episode with the highbrow lowbrow. Highbrow lowbrow. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from Vault Brewery. I'm assuming they're in a bank or something. And uh... <laughs> the can appears to be aluminum, and it is recyclable in Maine. <laughs> Five, five cent deposit. Would you like to know the barcode? <laughs> this batch was fresh by. Apparently, this beer expires in May of 2021. That's, that's entertainment. That sends my knowledge of vault brewing. Thank you. <laughs> hey, mom, get off the dang roof. All right. Well, that thus ends. Yes, our segment on the beer we're finally drinking. They're all in our bellies. Uh, let's get into some streaming. Yeah, we're an hour and a half in. That's a good time to get in. <laughs> uh, I'll start off if you don't mind. Mine's going to be quick because it was an extreme disappointment. Um, there wasn't really any, weren't any shows that I watched this week, so I was slipping through and came across Red Dawn. Now, not the Red Dawn that we know. The Red Dawn from, I oh. think, maybe six years ago. They remade. Oh, the remake. Oh. I don't know. Have you guys seen? I have not. No. I, no, yeah, I don't want to watch it. Do not do it. Do not do it. It was hilarious. Uh, really. The original is perfection. There's no reason yeah. to watch it. I think this one was, it was North Korea that came in. It made absolutely no sense. It was with um, one of the Hemsworths or Hemworths, whatever, Chris or something. And one of the kids from Hunger Games. Oh, Thor. But it made absolutely no sense. It was hilarious. Even the ending was like they just wanted the movie to end. They didn't even show the ending. They started fighting back, and then they faded to the, the end credits, and that was it. So it was absolutely horrible. I thought it was going to be you know interesting because the original was terrific. Um, but unfortunately, that was my uh, – I don't even know – the, the original, because the, the reason for that is the original works because it was a very specific place yeah. and time. It was in the it was, 80s. It was almost like it was in the communist era. It was, it was the Cold War. It, it was, yeah, exactly. So, like, movies like Spies Like Us and all of that was, it worked in that area, in that era. If you try to remake that today, it just doesn't, it doesn't translate. It doesn't I would work. love to know the reason for remaking that one. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. But again, that was my my point of watching it and why I stuck with it was because I watched it today and it was going to be my stream, so I had to stick through. Otherwise, I was going to have to do something else. Oh, but God. Pearl. Stuck with it, watched it. So do not watch There it. must have been something else you watched. Do not watch it. But, Pearl, I just have one question. Was there somebody at some point in the movie that stood like on a mountaintop and held their gun up high and said, Wolverines! <laughs> 
Oh, the one funny scene. There's, it's, I think it was North North Korea. They were all fighting each other. You didn't answer the question. Do yeah, they say Wolverines in the movie? Yeah. Oh, did that That's happen? The wolf, I'll watch it after that. <laughs> the Wolverines were planning an attack. Yeah, but, they came in. They go into a restaurant, and for some reason, there's about 20 people <laughs> eating Subway. <laughs> Can you not hear us? No. Do they ever say Wolverine? No. <laughs> Does anybody this scream? Man won't go off what? This man won't go off script. <laughs> what part do they? They, they hold up a gun and go hyenas. <laughs> See, I, I was waiting. I thought they would change it from Wolverines to something else. Do they hold up a gun and scream dead cow? cow. <laughs> <laughs> Laser cuts. <laughs> know your brewery before you talk about it. <laughs> well, bottom line, that was my stream. Do not watch it. Stick with the original. Anyone else? <laughs> so you recommend this, Wolverines? Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> uh, I, I'd say ditto for uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's not. A, it's not a time travel movie. So at least it wasn't time travel. As opposed to mine are. What are you guys going? What are you watching? Professor, you have something? I have been watching the uh, uh so Cal Cal Callington will enjoy this. I've been re-watching um this is an older, it's been out for a while, but it's it's a streaming thing that I've rewatched episodes seasons wow. one and two uh of Solar Opposites on Hulu. Oh yeah. And it is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. It's, you know, it's, it's by the same, it's by one of the guys who does Rick and Morty, right? So the obvious comparison is to compare it to Rick and Morty. And Rick and Morty is really, really funny, but it's also dark because of, you know, Dan Harmon and, and his influence. Like he's one of them. It's Dan Harmon and, uh, and Justin who, who write that, right? So Dan Harmon has this negative kind of a hero community and all that. Now in Solar Opposites, it's just Justin. So it's it's a different, it's very, the humor is very similar, the voices are very similar, but it's it's got this lighter take to it. And I would say like my favorite part, and Cal, you know, like there's this story within the story in Solar Opposites of the wall. Mm -hmm. And that is such a fascinating sort of, you know, writer's, dream of, of like making this narrative they, they basically made this whole other movie within the show that had nothing to do with the well there's barely a plot to begin with but they had nothing to do with the aliens or anything else they made this other thing within there that was really really funny and really, really sort of they did it the first season and then they took it another place in the second season and it was really really good huh. well, that's intriguing but but professor, does somebody stand on a mountaintop and hold a gun over their head and say Wolverines? This is the question that was not answered before. <laughs> yeah, I, you could answer it, professor. I, I would imagine the answer is no. <laughs> In this one, no. The, oh, okay. The, Thank there you for Wolverine reference. It was a bunch of references to like Escape from New York and other similar movies, but there was no direct. <laughs> Wolverine's reference. <laughs> well, that sounds interesting, especially the wall part, because well, I don't know what that could be. Or... That, right? Yes. Yeah. I uh, last year 
I joined Hulu for free, for free, the free trial, just to watch Solar Opposites season one. <laughs> and this year I said, Liz, you need to join Hulu <laughs> this spring <laughs> for a free trial. Like there's there's some really good stuff on there. Bruise on Bruise does not condone such actions. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I loved it. You know, <laughs> the wall, you know, that was like my least favorite part of season one. Yeah, I, 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 no, I understand that. I get that. Because my, the reason I like it is because it's removed from the rest of the show. It's completely different. So I, I can see how you wouldn't. Like, it, it pulls away from the, the normal show, which is really funny. Is that like the, uh, the doozers in Fraggle Rock? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's a beautiful analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I love the do uh, the doozers, right? The doozers, the dozers. Do you love the doozer days working all day long? Will you follow doozer ways building with a song? Do you know the doozer lore? Love it as your own. Do you dream of doozer chores sleeping in your home? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we really, really do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we really do. Doozers. And what were the ones up top? The Gorgons? The Gorg? Wait, and you could, this could be the title episode again. The Dark Knight? <laughs> Trash team. What were the... So there were the Doozers, the Fraggles, and who were the big ones? The King and the Queen and the Dumb Son and the Garbage Pile. I remember oh, the yeah. Trash Heap. Yeah, the Trash Heap. She lived up top, and there, were the, there, were the big, there was the King and the Queen and the Dumb Son. What were they? There was Uncle Traveling Matt. Yeah, end. yeah, that was he was yeah right. He escaped into the real world. There would be cut scenes yeah. of like him going through Times Square or <laughs> <laughs> underneath the St. Louis Arch or something like. <laughs> so he would go into the real world. Yeah. Well, you guys are much bigger Fraggle Rock fans than I was. I don't remember well, any of this stuff. That doesn't surprise me in the least. That doesn't surprise <laughs> any of us. <laughs> <laughs> You probably have watched them numerous but times. Do you remember in the original Wolverine, somebody standing on a mountaintop holding a gun over their head and saying, Wolverine! I'm waiting for you to reintroduce your beer. <laughs> so, Wait, guys, we, need, we need Pearl back. My, my... Do you, you guys remember that time? Do you remember yeah, that this... time we were on a podcast and we talked about Fraggle Rock? <laughs> Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Was that the show? No, I, I honestly, I don't think I watched it that much. That was on HBO, yes. right? Yeah, I don't HBO. think we had HBO. Yeah, the, I don't think we had HBO. So. The professor we wasn't on our last hiking trip, so he doesn't know how bad uh, the memory is going to be. Oh, yeah. Yes. The, yeah. Flex was. Flex's memory you, is. You called him out for his lack of 80s pop culture knowledge. <laughs> well, he, he would just bring up something we talked about like 20 minutes ago and be like, hey, you remember? <laughs> He's like, oh, and it was getting scary. He's like, that's right. We'd be like, oh, have you ever seen that movie, A Quiet Place? It's really good. He's like, oh, I have to check that out. And then it would come up again. And he's like, someone was just recommending that I watch A Quiet Place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it was me. And you're the one guiding us right now. <laughs> it was four days of this. <laughs> no, I will admit that happened once. Once. It wasn't four days of it. It did happen once. Yes. It happened once many times. And he remembers once. Well, well, I'm sorry, Flex. As a professor, my old affiliation 
was studying Alzheimer's. My new affiliation is not, so I, I can't help you anymore. It happened once, repeatedly. That's what my grandmother died of. <laughs> oh, jeez. I can't make an Alzheimer's joke without somebody's grandmother dying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we saving the uh, the office grand finale for last? Speaking of poor memory, we've already talked about that. Yeah. That was a couple episodes ago. The homework was to go away and watch something else. It was last last episode, I think. Yeah. Well, I thought you had to sum up the last two episodes the uh, last two episodes. No, I thought I yeah. thought I did that. Didn't I? No. I didn't talk about how in the last episode Michael was like an afterthought and I thought that was bad. Wow, man. I don't know. Maybe I remember okay. this, but I I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I, I could have sworn I talked about this. Um, I'll, no. I'll just kind of quickly go through you, it. I mean, you did talk about this. What did you have planned to talk about tonight? I, you know, I don't really have anything, but um, oh, well, then by all means, talk about the office. No, 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 no. I, I will continue um, because since Cow is on here, Cow, you brought this up and you you put it into my brain like one of those little bugs that Khan puts into the, the ear of, of the yes. people in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Ah, Kirk, my old friend. Do you know the Klingon proverb that tells us revenge is a dish that is best served cold? It is very cold in space. Um... And it just kept eating away at my brain that I wanted to watch okay. Arrested Development. So I started watching Arrested Development. And yeah, that show is hysterical. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, several episodes in at this point, but it's just so funny. And I didn't realize that like Michael Pena is in that and uh, Will Arnett. Yep. What I think and, Flynn is trying to say um, is Michael Cena. Michael Sarah. Michael Michael Cena. Cena. Sorry. Michael Sarah. That's what I said. Michael Cena. Michael Sarah. Michael Cena is in it. Michael Sarah. And Will Arnett. Yes. (laughs) See, that's how editing works. Um, (laughs) Who is telling me to watch Rest of Development? uh, So, yeah, no, I mean, it's really, really funny. I mean, every episode, I think it's really smart comedy. I, I, and talking about the uh, the one episode where we're, the, the controversial episode where we were talking about the inappropriateness of certain things. There's one one episode where um, Michael he he sees this uh, Hispanic woman at a bus stop and he thinks it's his his mom's maid. So I'll give and he you a picks ride. her up and like gets her in the car and. And she, yeah, he thinks he's giving her a ride to work, and, and she's like getting kidnapped <laughs> because he doesn't recognize oh, her. Um, That's a great yeah. episode. So no, really funny show. I I love the. There was also a. So there's this whole thing where um, uh, where Michael C, uh, George Michael, as his name is Michael Cena. Michael Sarah. He um he he kind of has this attraction to yeah. his cousin. <laughs> And um, there's there's like a, a play that's going on, 
and she goes out for the play because she wants to kiss this other boy who's in the play, and he goes out for the play because he wants to kiss her. And there's this like kissing scene. So he gets the backup part to the boy that she wants to kiss. Standing for Steve Holt? Steve Holt! But then that, that boy like leaves the play, so he, he moves up into the position where he'll be kissing her, which is what he wants, and then she leaves the play, and then the the director gets the boy to come back, but he plays then the the part of a he woman. Believes that, he believes that George Michael's gay. He, George Michael's gay. So he sets it up that George Michael's kissing another guy. <laughs> he thought he was doing the favor. Yeah. And then, and then, so then George Michael leaves, and then the girl comes back in, but she's playing the role of the boy. So now she's playing the boy, and the boy is playing the girl, and they have to kiss each other. I, I, My really favorite episode stuff. is when he wore the muscle. He had the muscle suit. Oh yeah. And he thought that everyone thought that was his real body. So he would never take it off. He wore it under his clothes to school and everything. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, so that, that's what I've been watching. Um, and also in parallel, I, I went back and started watching uh, Parks and Rec again. That's a really funny Speak show. I, I have a... All right, here's a topic. Which you can edit out later. <laughs> I've started to, well, you, you talked you talk before on this podcast about how you're watching the Marvel Universe in chronological order. Uh, the other day, my son, he's like, he's like, he wanted to watch Phantom Menace. And uh, I hadn't seen it in a while. And I, just, and I dismissed it and I was very, like, angry about it. And I, so we watched it again and I was still freaking angry about it. It's still like, <laughs> it still annoyed me to watch Phantom Menace and the whole Star Wars. So, but he wants to watch all of them in chronological order. So we're going to start that. The problem is, this this is a whole other podcast. But the Star Wars trilogy, starting, would you watch it in chronological order? Would you watch it four, five, six, and then which? What's the correct way to watch that? I'd say you got to go chronological to make sense. Yeah, to tell. Yeah. That, in theory, that works to tell the whole to tell the story from beginning to end. The yeah. problem is that Lucas screwed up the first three. So, like when you start at the beginning, you're like, "Hey, midichlorians, what happened to them?" Yeah. <laughs> Any other votes? How would you watch it, Flex? You're you're the Star Wars aficionado on this. You you could no you I I've I've always thought you should watch it <clears throat> in the order that they were released. I, I never liked that. The chronological yes. theory. Me, me too. I agree. Because there's something like, you know, yeah. if you're watching it for the first time, and, you know, I'm not giving any spoilers <laughs> away, when you find out that Darth Vader is Luke's <laughs> father. Spoiler alert, Obi-Wan dies. <laughs> I mean, you, you lose that whole thing. Like, the whole time you know. But then Luke doesn't. But Luke doesn't know, you're like... Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's why, like... Patton Oswalt, the comedian, had a great bit about this. He's like, hey, do you like ice cream? Yeah. Do you want to see how it's made? Okay, here's a big bag of rock salt. Would you like some ice cream? <laughs> I, 
I would, yeah, I would like some. I like ice cream, man. That'd be cool if I had like a, a dish of ice cream. Well, here's a big bag of rock salt. You just said I was gonna have a dish of ice cream. Well, when you combine the rock salt with ice and cream and sugar and flavoring, it becomes, I don't give a shit where the stuff I love comes from. I just love the stuff I love. Yeah. Enjoy that. It's like, no, actually, I don't want to see how it's made. I just enjoy this, like, the whole forming of Darth Vader. It doesn't work because, it's like, yeah, you just know where it's going. You know how this ends. In, uh. Yeah, I, I just think the way that they they put those movies together, I mean, it, it's constructed in a way that you should watch four, five, and six, and then go back and watch one, two, and three. In fact, yeah. I would it was, say watch four, five, and six, and then watch seven, eight, and nine, and then if you have time, go back and see one, two, and three. <laughs> and then if you're bored, yeah, like and really drunk, you could watch Rogue One. <laughs> I, I I really liked Rogue One. Oh, me too. I, I thought Rogue One was good. Oh, yeah. No, the, the side ones are different. The, I, yeah, Rogue One was very good. Well, that's a different Rogue, thing because you know how that ends. Rogue One's you know not really a end. side one. It's in between. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, so it's like it's not part of like yeah, it's not part of the nine. Is what I meant. But it's in it takes place right in between three and four. It's like a bridge. Yeah, yeah. Time wise, it does. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It has there's the whole like clone like the Clone Wars cartoons. That's those are amazing. Watch them. Well, I mean, they're they're on, really good. How does Rogue One end? With them getting the plan, they, they're with, the ones who stole <clears> the Princess plans. Leia getting the plan and saying. Yeah. Yeah, Princess Leia gets the plan, and she says, oh, there's hope now. And you get a cooler version of Vader boarding that ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, the end there, yeah. Yes, that is a great, that's a great point. And I've always said, like, you know, everybody talks about how evil Darth Vader is, but you never really see him being that evil. Like, maybe he chokes a guy here and there, but, like, yeah. what, that, what's that well, big deal? But when you see him go through that, that hallway... And that ship, and he's like slicing and dicing guys, and you know, stabbing guys and well, stuff. Well, I mean, That's... we were just so as much as we were just bashing the prequels. In the prequels, you do see him kill a room full of children. That's pretty... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's the thing. Like, I never really thought he was that bad of a guy, honestly. Because when you watch the you know, four, five, and six, when you watch those episodes. Yeah, they, they, like, yeah right. What He's sympathetic. He really He's my dad. He killed he, a couple uh, people. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he ends up saving Luke Skywalker. You know, he like, he's not that right. bad yeah, of a yeah. guy. He's, yeah. Actually, he is pretty bad. I mean, if you think about it, he killed all those kids. That's not redeemable. Yeah. No, he's talking about Vader. No, no, I'm, but that was, yeah. you don't see that. I'm talking about when you watch four, five, and six, Darth Vader, who's like everybody perceives as being like this really right. evil person, he doesn't really do that much that's evil. And I wouldn't even say when they blow up um, uh, Alderaan, I, I wouldn't even say that was him. That was, that was Grand Moff Tarkin that really you know, pushed that. Yeah, out, so, Flex, you're, you're, you're a Vader apologist, is what I'm getting out of this. Yeah. Everybody here is. <laughs> Caught up on the Mandalorian, right? Yes. That that final yes. scene. I know Cal knows this. That final scene when Luke boards that ship and makes his way. Yeah. Yet that is supposed to mirror 
that scene uh, where Vader's cutting down everybody. Remember all those robots that? Yeah. yeah you remember really? all those robots that it took? Um, it took the Mandalorian all that time to kill one, and there were like fifty of them. Yeah. And you watch Luke get on the ship and just go. He cuts and just them, like, slice through them like butter. It's that's a lot. It's really similar to the scene of Vader just cutting through, cutting down all those um, resistance fighters. If you think about it, because you never get to see Luke really know how to use those powers, and in that scene, you do. Like he's just—I don't even know if he has a. Does he have a lightsaber on him? He's just—he's just going through. No, he does. He's. Does he? It's very similar, like just the same as Darth Vader. At, at this point, I'd like to give a shout out to all our female listeners. Oh wait, you've <laughs> left a long time ago. Well, you, you've also heard my silence because I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Come on, aren't you said you're the you know the the kind of pro woman like I am. I am not no, but I've, like but Star Wars conversation, I you know. This is not for me either. So I'm sitting here just listening to. Oh, uh, there's there's. They're out there. Do you want me to go get my daughter? <laughs> yeah, I was going to. Do you want me to go? Oh, man. But I'm adding that, that screeching sound of like or a train going off the train. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Yeah, go back and watch that last scene, the final scene in The Mandalorian. Yes. No, no, no. We're talking. I, I'm mocking it, but I started the whole conversation. <laughs> I have no leg to stand. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I don't watch it that much. So, to the Bros on Beers fans out there, uh, oh, Pearl, man. Pearl's fan. Pearl's anti Star Wars. <laughs> Not anti. Pearl's like, which Star Wars is Spock in? <laughs> <laughs> which one does he Pearl, die? Pearl hates Star Wars. Flex is a Vader apologist. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go back to earlier episodes, you know, Vader hit her. See, I was thinking that. Pretty close. And, uh, <laughs> Vader was a uh, Northeast IPA guy, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Vader? Weird. Like Porters. Who, you Vader, know, who would guess? Vader wasn't that bad, so he blew up a planet. <laughs> that was the other guy who did that. Vader was a good guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's he chokes die. a guy or here and yeah, there, but that's the way that started. Yeah, yeah. Told. <laughs> Those kids were gonna die eventually. Yeah, he he took over an entire solar system. He's not that bad a guy. <laughs> well, I mean, he was just standing next to the guy that killed, blew up the planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Princess Princess Leia was also standing next to that guy. Yeah. So. She was like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't blow up the planet. And Vader was like, I don't care. Vader was thinking that, but he didn't actually say it. I killed all these kids. Why do I care about a planet? <laughs> <laughs> There's no going back from killing kids. In fact, you didn't see that part in the movie, but that that guy, Grand Moff, was like, should I really blow up this planet? And Darth Vader was like, yeah, don't don't do it. And he's like, I'm listening to you. You killed all those kids. He's like, Yeah, I, I did kill all those kids. Uh, do what you want. I'm gonna blow up the planet. Okay. <laughs> I never understood in Revenge of the Sith when Obi Wan shouts, "Don't do it." I've, I've got, got the high, high ground. ground. Yeah, I just 
I, I don't understand that. Like they're they're flipping all over the place. They're like you know jumping around lightsaber battles, like all different environments. Then all of a sudden they get to this one point where you know Obi Wan's like several feet higher than where where Anakin is, and that's yeah, the right. determining where, factor. Whereas in the first one, Darth Maul is thirty five feet above them. <laughs> And they're both on the bottom thing, and they leap up. Okay, so high ground doesn't mean anything. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Do you guys watch Mythbusters when it was out? So I think Mythbusters... Yes. Well, they actually tested the high ground theory no. with uh, using Star Wars. Did they have lava? What was the result? Uh, I think it didn't matter. I think it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Lava matters. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll put I you next to a river of lava, and you'll say that matters. Yeah, <laughs> that's I important. That, uh... I lava you. I I suddenly crave high ground. <laughs> <laughs> a lightsaber is technically impossible, though. Also, so light just doesn't stop uh, at a point. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, well, you know, uh, Disney's making a real yeah. lightsaber now. Did you see that? Let's see how that... No, I'm serious. Light, like... light doesn't stop at a point, but the appearance <laughs> of light can stop at a point. It's Disney. Anything happens. You got to remember, this was a long time ago in a galaxy. In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> light used to stop. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> Myth bust that motherfucker. <laughs> Can you still get someone pregnant if your lightsaber is small? <laughs> so I, I'm I'm talking about lava. There was a movie, I can't remember of what course. it was, but it was really bad. And there was some part where at the end, there was a guy who was like carrying volcano. somebody You're through talking lava. Volcano. Yeah, a volcano. He's uh, that's get... Lord of the Rings. Maybe you've seen it. <laughs> I don't understand how you don't know that name of that movie is Volcano. Wait, are you going to tell me you've never seen? I know we were talking about what you haven't seen. You've never seen Lord of the Rings? It's, what was it? It's this movie about this. It's got lava in it. I don't know. No, what you were just focused. describing is the end of Lord of the Rings. There's 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 lava and it's coming down. They're climbing up and then. What are you talking about? No, no. He there's like a river of lava and he's walking through the lava <laughs> to carry this person across. And he's just like melting down. Yeah, he's like <laughs> melting as he's yeah. walking, and he. It's it's the most ridiculous thing. That's I've ever volcano. Seen. He's trying to get the guy back to the subway car. Oh yeah, it was horrible. Uh, I like you don't it know what that horrible. movie's called. <laughs> he was like, "What was that movie where all this lava <laughs> came out of this top of this mountain?" It's this movie where this bus has to keep speeding and it can't slow down its speed. <laughs> if it stops speeding, it'll explode. I think it was called the bus that couldn't slow down. I saw this in a movie about a bus that had to speed around the city, keeping its speed over fifty, and if its speed dropped. It would explode. I think it was called the bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> I think it was called cocaine. 
that's never not funny. You know, there's only one movie I've ever walked out of the theater because it was so bad. And I just looked it up, and it was called Matinee with John Goodman. <clears throat> and I, I don't remember why it was so bad, but it was it was just it was so bad that I, I walked well, out. Well that really theater. impedes the story here. That's a good story. <laughs> cool story, bro. I don't remember where I was or why I went there, they, why I walked Did they hold up a gun and go, Wolverine? <laughs> no, I, I just I find it interesting that like this <laughs> volcano movie where this guy walked across a river of lava, I didn't walk out of that. But I walked out of matinee with John Goodman. And I can't remember why. I don't. I don't know why. Here's an interesting story. I walked out of a movie once. Matinee didn't have the one. It That's, didn't have the yeah. one thing all movies need: a guy melting in lava, screaming Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let me ask this question: Has anybody walked out of a movie ever? Have you guys walked out of a movie ever? Uh, no. No, I don't think I have. Yes, but not because I wanted to. Not because I wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Not because I didn't want to, but I figured I'd sit here and eat popcorn and rephrase I, for Callington. Have you ever been walked out of a movie? <laughs> I I left the movie because I brought Chase to see How to Train Your Dragon, and he was like, I guess three, and oh, you know, he we sat. Yeah, I left the movie theater like that, and we 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 sat there and we started it. And the first like five ten minutes, he was good. And then all of a sudden, all this dragon started breathing all this fire. And he stood up and he was like, "All right, Dad, I've had enough. Let's go." And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "I'm, I'm <laughs> done with this. I don't want to watch it. Let's go." It was like that. Like there was no like trying to reason with him. He's like, "Come on, let's go." And we let's just go. we left. We yeah. left and. It's funny that you say that because I remember watching, I think it was the second one where there's this like giant dragon and it's like enormous and scary looking. And I think we had, you know, I think we had uh, Grace at, at the time and, and I just remember thinking like, first one. like she, you know, she didn't leave, but it was pretty scary and, and thinking like, oh man, I don't know, this might be too scary for her. I missed most of, I missed but most of not. Transylvania too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was out in the oh. lobby. <laughs> yeah. Not because I wanted to leave. But I uh, Cal, Cal, have you ever have you ever had um have you ever brought a a, a girlfriend into the movie theater late to a movie where you cut a hole uh, that's a very horn. scary movie like say yeah. Alien and um and then only, you know, find out that she doesn't well, like scary movies. No, no, no. You knew that she didn't like scary movies walking into the theater, but you somehow didn't know that this movie was scary. You're like, this movie's not scary, is it? Because she doesn't like scary movies. Oh, I'm right. Like, I know. I'm like, I get that. Like, oh, I understand you don't like scary movies. This is scary. Oh, oh, by the way, Pearl, yeah. this All is right, your brother I, that we're talking no, about. I believe the correct analogy is you know she didn't like scary movies and you didn't care. <laughs> Well, he did care because he had to leave. You didn't think it would care. No, I think I think Cow summed it up. Cow summed it up nicely. It was you know you didn't know that she liked. You didn't know the movie was scary, even though it was called Alien Insurrection or Alien, Alien Insurrection. whatever it was. <laughs> I thought it was Alien Insurrection. 
I thought it was a comedy. I thought I was going to learn something. It was a porn. <laughs> Resurrection. Sorry, that, that's what it was. Does it matter yeah. if, how big? No, that wasn't it. That wasn't the movie. Was what what movie was that? Yeah. Was it Prometheus? No, it wasn't Prometheus. No, it was it the was next Prometheus. one after that. Because the thing got the guy thing wrapped around the guy's arm. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. What year was this, roughly? Last year. <laughs> Last month. Seems COVID. Two thousand twelve. Seems COVID. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, I think that about does it. Let me find. My... Come on, go home. Go home. Get a hoagie. Get a Coke, get some water. All right. Well, that was a great episode. Wonderful. Yeah, uh, first time we did a five-way here, guys. Five-way. That was was awesome. it, yeah, it's a five- First time for you, maybe. It's a fiver. <laughs> Wolverine! Wow. <laughs> Laser Wolverines! Spread <laughs> my dog. Well, thanks for coming out, everyone. Night. We'll see you next time. Tally ho. Worst ending ever. <laughs>